0: Stop. That
1: thing's operational. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always
0: angry.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 136 of the Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Public Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall. And with me, after... A late night movie is my co's. Will, what's up, bro? You didn't like that weird pause?
0: It sounded like you were about to tell me what, what the date was in the Star Log.
1: Star Log? We're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What are you drinking, dude?
0: Uh, I think you're enjoying a Star Log. I, oh,
1: you <laughs> son of a goat.
0: No, actually, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not imbibing right now, but I had a nice Captain of Coke with dinner.
1: I did. Oh, man. Boy, I've had some beverages tonight, but that's a okay. Bit. Right now, judge much. Right I, now, I'm back to a little something male. I did have a McCallum 12 uh, with dinner. Um what else and and Double Stardust. Oh, and a Stardust or two? Yeah, it was nice. A little, little um, bullet. And some bullet. Look, here's the thing. It's been a long week.
0: <laughs> and a little something something.
1: And a little something to cap a, an epic evening at the Deadpool 2 premiere night. And uh, Magic in the chat room is also enjoying a frosty beverage with us, so thank you for being there, Magic. And before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at I'm Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, and all those things. So tell your friends, like us, share us, and all that. Um, tons of ways to support the show. We'll talk more about it at the end. But, of course, with uh, San Diego Comic-Con looming in the very near distance, we have teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. Uh, you can buy merch and we're going to do a thing, right? A contest? We,
0: yeah, every, uh, well, now second year in a row, we're going to yep. be doing a contest on who can design our annual pucked shirt. Yep. Last year's winner was Mox. Yep. And he won a shirt. And uh, a whole bunch of us wore it at the, uh, at the uh, I think we all did. Yeah, at the Puck cantina. And uh, it'll be nice.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be good we'll-
0: some, yeah so send your uh, su- your suggestions to we'll make your design first of all yeah. and then send it to into uh, either the usual podcast at gmail.com or hit either one of us up on Twitter
1: indeed and we'll have more details about our puck cantina uh year three uh t- right before we talk about Deadpool 2 I feel like that's a lot of numbers but Anyway, we do have the timestamps in You're the show notes. One. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. We have the timestamps in the show notes for non sportor fans, but we're gonna hop through all our sections this week, get to Deadpool, and get to sleep because both of us are exhausted. But we have enough energy for this show, don't we, buddy?
0: We do. Well, here we are. Dynamite drop it. Ah, uh,
1: thanks to everybody <laughs> in the chat room. Uh, Magic, thanks for being there and everybody else. You guys are awesome. So jump in whenever you have something to say. We will entertain all the things.
0: Magic, we want you to go too. So come on down to Comic Con.
1: Oh, by the gods. Would you get down there? Next year is your year, Magic. Next year is your year. All right. So we are going to get to Swotor really quick. But before we get to that, let's talk about our drinking buddies. Of course, one of them, one of them usually joins us for premiere nights and couldn't make it tonight. That is our uh, longtime buddy, Eddie, drinking buddy, Eddie.
0: Yeah, Eddie, 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 but he had a uh, swim meet today. He did. And we
1: have uh, John Skeen, of course, who was on the show a couple episodes back, and we will have him on in the very, very near future. So thanks to those guys for supporting the show and all our patrons, of course. Um, And you can find all that at patreon.com slash usual podcast.
0: Seriously, for the cost of... Oh, here we less go. than a cup of okay. coffee a day. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you yeah. too can become a drinking <laughs> buddy. Can we just get to the right now? For the cost of less than a yeah, shot of whiskey a day. Right.
1: We're not trying to like save dead dying puppies or anything, dude. I mean,
0: in the oh my
1: god. Okay, I'm, bumper, Bumper, angel. stop it! You talk about me, sucker.
0: Here we go. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Okay, I have to interject here really quick. Interject! I haven't even started the section. Go for it. No, it's just because we were mm-hmm. just listening to the I- incredible voice of Darren Paul. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. And if you follow Darren DePaul on Twitter or Instagram, it was fantastic because he went to a Renaissance fair this week. Did he really? And he and he posted some pictures of him in in some Ren Garb. Oh, he's amazing. And it was awesome. We got to see what he's doing Friday night. See if he oh, might absolutely. drop
1: by and and revisit some old friends. Yeah, he was Couple- there last year. Yeah, our very no. He didn't come last year. Our very I first puck by. cantina. No, he didn't come by last year. Remember? Oh, wow. He had a bunch of conflicts. He's oh he's, right. He was a busy man. He's more famous than we are.
0: Way more famous.
1: <laughs> and that's okay. But uh, we'll reach Plus out he's to the him. emperor. Yeah. Well, he's a lot of things. And he's a better man than us. Have well, I said that right? in many ways? All right. Moving on. All right. So speaking of tour, we're going to skip over our weeks in game because uh, we did very little. Um. Actually, no. I'll, I'll let me back up. I actually um. I did more cotet. Yeah, and I got Wog coming up again, and I'm excited about that. Um, I think last last episode, no, I did Wog again.
0: Yeah. Was this the one where you fell asleep?
1: Nope. I only fell asleep twice. Nice. And I sleep tanked the crap out of that. Awesome. I think we did. Yeah, we did KP. It was fun.
0: Hey, as long as you keep threat, it don't matter
1: if you're awake. Indeed. Well, I had Sakari. He got my back. There you go. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Talk um, about a better man. Yeah, right. Better hair, too. And I have pretty good hair. Just saying. So I have awesome hair. Okay. Next week, uh, we are going to talk about the Nathema um uh conspiracy for sure. I I promise we're gonna do it. It's gonna be a thing. But we have to play it first <laughs> to talk about it. Magic just called you out. Yep. She likes Oh, yeah, 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 I did fall asleep. Magic, thank you for throwing me under the bus on my show. I appreciate that. No, it's 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 funny because um I was exhausted and I'm tired now, but uh it's it was my first, uh, not first week back, but it was just it was just tough trying to stay awake. Yeah. Thankfully, Sakari had my back. So, and more importantly, Magic had my back. Healing the mess out of a drunken sleeping tank.
0: Dude, a couple nights ago, I was in bed before eight.
1: Gross. I don't even know what that looks like.
0: Well, I had a migraine, so it didn't help.
1: No, oh, that sucks. All right, let's move on. So news Sotor let's talk about this stuff so there was a bug where um, if you had gotten you know how there's that terminal and you can get uh, companions ahead of time right right uh, there was a bug that said uh, that basically you if you had done that with Mako, you the you alert, get her quest? Yeah, the alert wasn't working. I think they fixed it. It's uh Charles Boyd says that's pointed out by others in the thread, a player who previously used the companion terminal to get Mako um back should have no issue with getting the recently released Alliance alert uh where she returns the story. So we apologize that inaccurate information was shared and make sure it's clarified on So I think maybe they said that you couldn't. But you, in fact, could okay. And really, it's just a story. You already have her,
0: right. right? You don't. To clarify, you have to get through the Kotet stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a misconception too. Is it people. just
0: Kotet, or do you have to get through Kotet and then the? I
1: don't know. I've gone through it on so many tunes. I, I don't know. I think you have to go through at least. Do
0: you have I think, to go through Zios, or no? But you have, but to, you
1: have to. You have to have started the um, the stuff with uh, the trader stuff.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, but okay, I
1: don't know. I don't know. Like I said, All right, we'll figure it out. There's an issue there. So, uh, so there, I'm I have a link in the show notes. There's something about a message after anathema and I, maybe I'm saying that wrong. I don't really Is care. Is it
0: Nathema or Nathema?
1: I don't know. People are telling, I, I say Nathema because that was from the novel and some people um, I think it was read and some other folks were like, yeah, but it's supposed to be Nathema and I'm just going to keep saying Nathema that, as in defiance
0: because um, I'm, I'm like that because Coruscant was actually invented in the books yeah. by Timothy Zahn. And not in the movies. The first time I ever encountered the word was in the book. So you know what I always called it? What? Carescant. <laughs>
1: and always, Magic's telling me I'm wrong, so I'm going to keep saying the theme. Up.
0: I always called it Carescant. <laughs> and so when we got to uh, uh, the prequels and they finally... It's like crusty, dude. It's gross. And they finally pronounced it Coruscant. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's better.
1: <laughs> that's why uh, one of the reasons I like audiobooks, but... Cause I listen to all the, all the Star Wars novels on audiobooks. And in the one that I, uh, listened to, it was Nathema. And then now apparently it's Oh, Nathema. so the
0: actual person read it is Nathema? Mm-hmm.
1: And then I guess in the last, somebody said in the chat, and Magic is telling me as well. Thank you, Magic. Um, that they came back and said it's actually Nathema. So, I don't know, dude. I honestly don't, or I don't really care.
0: <laughs> True.
1: So my caring level is low. And I'm going to keep going. All right, let's go. All right, so Musco is back in the office. Awesome. And I have a follow-up to Musco being back later in the show when it comes to our puck cantina. Awesome. But he's back in the office. He made a post saying he's got to play some catch-up. And, uh, you know. So he survived his... Uh, um, his wedding, his honeymoon, honeymoon, and all that. Yeah, well, congrats to uh, Eric Musco again. Um, he is an awesome human person. And I've emailed him back and forth a couple times today, and I have a follow-up later in the show for that. Um. There was an issue that uh, the people who downed, I think it was Last Boss Isaacs, yeah. Um, during that extended period when they uh, the release date changed, right? For that, um, and they're going to get their achievements in five point nine point one. Okay, so it's uh, give them a minute. So the big news that really the only reason that I have a sword tour section in here today is because of the summer roadmap that was released today. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there's no, I made, meant to make some bullet points. The PVP thing is, is, is crazy cool. Um, and I have a couple things to say about that, but the first thing is basically, you know, uh, where, where do I want to start? Where do I want to start? Okay. So quality of life improvements, there's guild updates, um, coming in the near future as well. Um, and obviously, you know, he's saying, you know, we ended the trader storyline. So the first thing, quality of life improvements, and he says, um, they're trying to focus on improving gameplay features based on suggestions, uh, with galactic command and conquest and rank PVP and all that. And so they're working on that stuff and that's kind of the focus, right? So the big thing is, um, (laughs) I love this. I love this next part. Um. But before we get to that, really what I'm going to say is they want to incorporate more player feedback. So the big thing is, is that um, they're trying to get people into more people into the PTS to test pre-release game uh, stuff so that they can um, get feedback from the community. Right. Uh, The other thing, Solo, obviously, comes out next week. Yeah, it does. And we'll we'll be recording this a week from tonight and talking about Han Solo. Yeah, we will. So Solo, Star Wars story hits theaters next week. And they're basically saying they're bringing back the casino event, which is the Nar Shaddaa, uh nightlife event. I'm gonna get that damn you're rank not, or- you're not gonna get it, and it's gonna be fine. And they're gonna have cartel market items, um, including a sale on scoundrel p- specific items, which I think is fitting. And they're also gonna do, um, it says available starting on May 22nd for 10 days, including double XP, CXP, and GSF. And the a life uh, Nar event will continue till June 30th, which is pretty cool. cool. There's also going to be a chance to get your hands on a new uh, TF-4 Rampage speeder uh, by being a premium player by May 31st. So if you've been a subscriber, you're going to get this cool speeder, and it looks pretty cool. I should put it up in the chat, but I'm not going to do that right now. Oh, that is kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of nice. So there's that, and it'll be uh, available in-game via in-game mail on June 9th.
0: Seriously, this is now like the third year of the nightlife thing, and... I haven't gotten the Rancor from the first year yet, yet I've blown up the darn uh, slot machine like five times. How's that times. going for you? I hate you so much.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry you haven't gotten the things, but I'm going to keep going. I bet Magic got the things. I bet she got the Rancor.
0: I bet. Whatever. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> All right. The big news in this, um, in this is the player versus player changes, and- strangely, there's some stronghold stuff wrapped in this, so check this out. Interesting. Um, so, over the summer, uh, they're going to convert more, if not all, of the war zones and arenas to cross-faction, so that'll help with queues. Good. Um, they're adding a new arena. So, does that
0: mean it's better than cross-faction?
1: Indeed. <laughs> so, they're adding a new arena uh, in a compound you've seen before, which I think is interesting. Uh, they're developing a new hutball well, hut war zone. Uh, in the dangerous and dizzying heights of an industrial planet, Coruscant, no. Corellia, Corellia, maybe I don't know. Ooh. I'll let you ponder that. Besbin. yeah, but I thought I imagined it was a planet we had already, but that's fine. Uh, and they're gonna have a new stronghold with a beachfront view. And so he says. Now you ask, what does that mean? Have to do with PvP? In fact, quite a bit. So check this out. This is so cool. For the first time, they're introducing a stronghold designed around PvP, which can be tailored toward P- player-driven dueling, four v four or or eight v eight battles. We know there's a passionate audience of PvP players who run their own dueling tournaments within their strongholds. So we want to supply that, uh support that by making some under the hood improvements and by tailoring the spaces to support different styles of play.
0: Interesting.
1: But I think. It, it reminds me of is when halo start uh launched their forge uh aspect to their deal and so basically you could actually design oh zaku i bet that's cool i bet that's what what it is nice magic uh industrial planet anyway i bet it, it it reminds me of of that though um you could basically make your own pvp arenas and do it any way you want. You have the freedom to move boxes and make, you know, cover points and bunkers and all that kind of stuff. And that's kind of what they're alluding to that they're going to do, um, okay, cool. which
0: which I think is kind of cool.
1: And I think it'll really help with guild events and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Absolutely. and yeah, absolutely. It's we, definitely
0: going to make games and parties more.
1: Exactly. And along with that, beyond September, um, they're talking about guild improvements, cool companions returning, um, and that kind of thing, which I think is awesome. Um, other PvP stuff, in of Season 9 um and the matchmaking system overall they're working on that so any thoughts on this my friend
0: uh a beachfront storm mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. stronghold that mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. on um rishi i
1: hope rishi i really do rishi would be cool mm-hmm. 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 i think rishi would be cool um who else has beaches is alderon yeah but they're
0: like cold beaches
1: yeah well well that planet's dead now but that's something else uh Anyway, any other thoughts on this? No, I think that's good. It's a pretty cool update, man. And so obviously there's gonna be more stuff coming down, um, coming down the line for sure. And I, I like the idea that um they really are trying to give back something to give more to the PvP fan base. It's been a while. Right, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. Um, and I'm not and of course they have more story, solo stuff, all kinds of stuff coming too. And and this is this is neat, man. I like that the update is coming now. Uh we're getting into the summer and there's gonna be all kinds of stuff.
0: Ooh, Magic it's a good point. Voss stronghold would be fun. Yeah, Voss would be neat. I love Voss. A, a lot of good architecture there. Yeah, I
1: still want a Voss uh um species to to, Oh, that'd to be, be cool. But, uh they're very tall, which I guess was the thing that they, the the re- reason the canon reason they say we don't have it. That's but, stupid. But here we are. All right, man. So let's get to our Star Wars section. We only have a couple things, but uh we have some big things, which is pretty awesome, right?
0: We're I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish
1: what you started. So we got, um, I want to give a big, uh, Okay, so a while back, I told you Joa left the Cantina Cast. Right, and the Cantina class, the Cantina Cast. Uh, although we don't do our, uh, you know, podcast corner segment anymore, really. But for me, the Cantina Cast was one of my not only my favorite Star Wars podcasts, you know, specific. They started off as a SWOTOR Tour podcast. Right, and then they
0: switched. To they Star left
1: Wars. for a bit, came back to Star Wars in general. Right. Um. And they got really big, and they're, they're a really amazing show, and I've really liked them a lot. Joa left the show not too long ago, and episode 230, uh, which just got released a few days ago, wow. was Mike's last show. Really? Yes and no. He's not leaving altogether. He's just not going to be the host of the show.
0: Oh, so the person he brought in
1: for? Yeah. The show? Um, they have Albert and um, oh, the other dude's name just flew in my head, um, but- there's two guys. They're they're very good. Um, they've been hanging out with him for the last few episodes, and um, I like I the show is still great. They're still gonna do what they do, but I feel like those the the two guys two new guys are gonna take it kind of in their own direction okay, for cool. sure. Um, but I wanted to give a big shout out to Mike um, and tell him, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna link to this part of the show at some point because um, it's been a while since we talked. But I I I love the fact that not only have they let me onto their show a couple of times and us, but they've come on our show. Yep. Um, and they're just long time friends of the show. And I wish Mike the best of luck. He's starting a new podcast. Um, he is, uh, still behind the scenes doing their, uh, canteen after dark stuff and that kind of thing. So he's not gone. He's just, uh, not hosting the show. Um, right, just changing fully. His, exactly. Your uh, Um, and, uh, if you haven't listened to the Cantina cast, they're a great, they're a great podcast, for sure. And I've oh, been listening to them for... To have
0: done 230 episodes, yeah, it's going to have
1: to be. I've been listening to them for a very, very long time. I think I've listened to every episode they've ever done. I so. mean, on the
0: other hand, worked for a little crap and we're at 136. Oh, and so. here we are.
1: So um, I, I just wanted to give him a shout out at the top of the Star Wars section. Of and, course. And just say, listen to them. But also, Mike, uh, you're awesome. And uh, maybe we can uh, get together and chat again soon. Sounds cool. like a plan. All right, so what do we got? Star Wars Celebration, So, dude. yeah,
0: big news came out this week. Um, Star Wars Celebration got announced for 2019. And uh, so far, the major celebrations have been in Orlando, mm-hmm. Anaheim, uh, London, and and uh, Germany, I believe. They,
1: uh, they did LA, too, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I said Anaheim.
1: Oh, you did. I yeah. am. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, but this year, it's going to be in Chicago, hmm. which is very cool, um, which actually does have some Star Wars connection through uh, George Lucas. Yep. Um who did uh, a lot of work in Chicago. So um, yeah, so that'll be kind of cool. So 2019, they already have the dates and uh, I can't, I want to say August sometime. Yeah, no, that's
1: actually kind of exciting because I was actually just talking to somebody at my other job last night um, who is from Chicago. And we were talking about Chicago. My sister lived in Chicago for a while. I love the city. Um, It's a cool town. Yeah. It'd be a really nice reason to go out to uh, go out to Chicago and maybe see some friends in the Midwest, April 11th through the 15th. Nice. Yeah, um, it's,
0: it's actually only five uh, five hours from uh, where a couple of my sisters are going to be living. Yeah,
1: and Magic says it's close to her, so that will be kind of cool. I know there's a lot of, uh, John Skeen included, a lot of guys out in the Midwest that I think...
0: I think we're going to have to try for some press pass. I think that'd be awesome, dude.
1: Let's make that happen. We'll keep you posted on that. Word. Um. Yeah, it's a dream of mine to go to Celebration, dude. I would love to do that. And and honestly, the flights of Chicago aren't that expensive from Bay Area, which is pretty nice. I've done that a few times. Oh, yeah. So. All right, man. So let's get to solo. Excuse me. Just real quick. I haven't watched this yet. I have a link in the show notes. We're not going to watch it tonight, um, because we are, uh, later than normal, but I have them. There's one featurette, um, that I'm going to watch and maybe we can talk about it, um, another time after, uh, maybe in conjunction with the movie, but, uh, there's a making of featurette for the solo movie. I'm that sure I,
0: there's going to be plenty.
1: Oh, there's going to be a ton, uh, in the, in the show notes. So definitely check that out. And what do you got? This is huge news.
0: It is. Uh, this says according to TMZ. So you know, yeah, whatever you want to take that for. Um, but we ev- evidently have a new official title for the Kenobi movie, um, and it sounds like it's going to be Obi Wan, a Star Wars story.
1: Ah, I'm glad they did that instead of Kenobi. I was telling you this earlier. Yeah, I think it would have gotten confused with the novel, which is not canon, but awesome. So read the novel. Right. But it, that was called Kenobi.
0: Right. So. Um, and the working title is going to be Joshua Tree. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so I like that. Nice. Um, and it looks like the director is going to be Stephen Daldry. Um, and he is a three-time Oscar-nominated director. For? Uh, he did The Hours. Um, okay. He did Billy Elliot. Oh, okay. Which is okay. fantastic. Yep, yep, yep. Um, a couple other things, but uh, he's mostly known for, oh, he does a, the new TV, well, not new, it's been on for a couple of years now called The Crown. Okay. About the uh, early days of, of Queen Elizabeth, and that's right. getting a ton of great reviews. I've heard good things about that show. Um, he's actually, this is uh, not going to be his next film, though. His next film is actually going to be um film version of the Broadway play Wicked. Oh, okay. okay? That's cool. And he's shooting that this year, and that's going to release next year. It looks like obi Wan's going to go into production spring of 2019. Alright. So that means we're looking at uh, probably 2022 or 20 sorry 2021 for for uh, Kenobi. And you said and you said
1: earlier the time frame is what seven years before a New Hope.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's going to here. I'll read uh, exactly what mm-hmm. the this is the, what the synopsis is. But again, take this for a grain of salt because this doesn't sound like it's written by Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. It says the synopsis. Okay, well this is somebody quoting the synopsis. So the synopsis reads as follows: Obi Wan is on Tatooine, being an, an elusive hermit and stuff. This is seriously writing right but secretly watches over an infant luke skywalker so it's got to be more than seven years so we're probably talking oh
1: you know what i bet we're thinking seven years because the next story we have has to do seven years so it could be okay yeah
0: yeah uh whom he delivered to his uncle owen tensions between the local farmers and a tribe of sand people headed by a ruthless war chief eventually brings obi out of hiding that's the synopsis for kenobi is it the novel and into jedi kick-ass mode scene this isn't an official s- yeah, yeah, synopsis yeah.
1: but that's what happens in the Kenobi no-
0: Kenobi novel okay well they could be drawing from it I bet
1: so and I I hope they do that story was freaking cool
0: cool so anyway um so yeah so anyway so that uh, that's what it looks like yeah
1: we'll have a follow-up to that soon
0: oh, so I'm sure, sure we're gonna get more more news coming so
1: let's talk about um I let's think this is will- about sex baby. yeah yeah exactly this is the last uh thing in for, for Star Wars I think right um I John too. John Favreau's live action Star Wars show um is gonna be set, and this is why I think we have the number seven, right? Right. Um it is supposedly going to be set seven years after the Battle of Endor. Yes. Okay. Um and which which I like. So that is between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens.
0: Right. It's at the the uh the beginning of the uh the Republic A Day, mm-hmm. the new Republic. Um, and also the fledgling beginnings of the First Order.
1: Exactly. This says it's a period when the New Republic is essentially at its height. Uh, as far as you know, Mon Mothman, the Republic's first chancellor, have relinquished many um, emergency powers, still granted to the uh, office of the chancellor when Palpatine was bestowed, etc. So,
0: Yeah, this actually all comes from a red carpet interview that somebody did with John Favreau when mm-hmm. he was walking the red carpet at the solo premiere. And he actually gave little things. And, and if, if you watch the video, it actually turns out he's written, like, four scripts already for oh, four wow. episodes. So he's well into it. Yeah,
1: Favreau's a busy guy.
0: But you got to remember, this isn't going to be until the uh, the Disney streaming service, which isn't until right. 2019 at least. Exactly. All right. So last thing in Star Wars. For yeah, this re- is actually more for Disney than Star Wars, <laughs> but it, it actually it has to do with Walt Disney World. We already talked about how they're going to be doing that fully immersive hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're taking some of that technology. They're going to be using in the room windows where we talked about, where it won't feel like you're in Orlando. It's going to feel like you're on Coruscant right. or Alderaan or whatever. Well, they're going to be uh, testing that stuff out on the monorails, and they're, so they're going to be putting new monorail uh, cars that are mo- new windows in the monorail cars, where you're going around the the parks, but it looks like you're in a Star Wars world. Yeah, that's amazing.
1: Uh yeah and I heard this on the Disney Disc podcast and I think that's where this information is, where is coming from. Right, yes. And I listen to them every week. They're, it's an amazing podcast. Uh and the the two guys that that do the podcast, they have a lot of inside connections to Imagineers and and you know the movers and shakers and the people who know stuff. Right. Um and they've been doing this for decades, which is pretty damn cool. So um the idea obviously is that, you know, when you get close to You know, uh, Batu or whatever, you're going to start seeing, you know, Star Wars like things in the distance. What was kind of funny is the guys were saying it might be kind of off putting to people who don't. Don't know that's happening, right? Or aren't Star Wars fans, or whatever? Like it's gonna they, be all water of the world. But is it gonna be a warning? Are people gonna be running and screaming through the aisles because they're like, "Oh my god!" I'm sure they're know? gonna
0: start with audio cues. <laughs> first? I hope so.
1: Yeah, they, they have to figure it out. But um, I think this is cool, man. Oh, absolutely, I really do. And am I can't wait to go to that hotel. I can't wait to go to Batu, Honestly, man, um, that's something I, 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 I'm hoping. To make Disney World happen around that time. So, that'd be cool.
0: Absolutely. Disney World is well worth the trip. Indeed. All
1: right, man. So, we're just moving and shaking. Shall we? We shall.
0: I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future,
1: none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right, buddy. Uh, before we get to our, obviously the main reason we're here and the main reason we're recording this late, for those of you in the chat room, <laughs> is because uh, we just came out of Deadpool 2 and we're going to talk about that and there'll be spoilers. So we're going to talk about a few stories before we get to that um, and then we'll do that and we'll we'll give a nice warning before. So let's get to it. Um, I don't know if you've seen or did we talk about the shows that were being canceled from Fox and stuff next,
0: last week? No, um, because what's happening is, and we talked we talked about this a few months ago, uh-huh. but May is traditionally the season for what are called upfronts. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is it's when um, networks, um, and this could be anybody from ABC and NBC to FX and um, HBO, as well as Netflix and Hulu, mm-hmm. um, they promote what shows that they've decided to cancel and what shows they're picking up to advertisers to sell advertising time. Right. Um, So this traditionally hasn't been a, like a fan thing, right? Right. Um, But the thing is, is fans are more passionate now about their shows. Um, And so, um, and they have much more of a real world connection to them through social media and whatnot. And so you, you tend to get a lot more reaction. And so things happen like last year, NBC canceled Timeless. Right. And within one day it was picked back up. Right. That also happened this year. And I'll tell you with with, with one in a minute. And it's, I think it's the
1: first one. Right?
0: Uh, I didn't open this list. So, go uh, ahead.
1: So, uh, I have a link in the show notes to a list from The Nerdist that talks about shows that have been canceled and some that could return. They talk about the odds of them coming back. The big, the, the top of the list is Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: Yes. Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled.
1: After five seasons on Fox.
0: Right. And it's actually won a, co- a Golden Globe for Best Comedy. Yep. Yep. The thing is, is it has not only a rabid fan base, I'm one of them, mm-hmm. but it has a rabid celebrity fan base. Yeah. Including Lynn manuel Miranda and Mark <laughs> Hamill and people that are very vocal on Twitter.
1: And what's interesting about this is I don't remember where I heard it, whether it be, um, you know, Ralph Report or wherever I heard. It actually got picked up by, I think, I want to say NBC. NBC. NBC picked it up. So it got canceled on Fox. NBC's like, yeah, we'll take that. And so they're running with it,
0: right? And this isn't unheard of. If you remember when Scrubs happened after mm-hmm. eight seasons, it got canceled, and then uh, and uh, then off of NBC, and then ABC picked it up for its ninth season.
1: Yeah, um, this one I'm bummed about. Um, I know you're not a, as big a fan as I am, but I love my wife and I love Last Man on Earth. And oh, after, did that, get canceled after four seasons on Fox. That is getting canceled, and from what I've heard, no hope of it coming back right now. Uh, and it ended, the last season ended on an insane cliffhanger, which is very frustrating for some of us. So I don't know what they're going to do with that.
0: Well, the cool thing now about having so much, uh, uh, different media outlets, um, this happened, uh, a couple seasons ago when. Well, um, Rust Development did the
1: same thing too. Well, yeah, but there's,
0: of. well, there was, um, the, the, the TV version of Frequency and, uh, right. and another one I can't remember that both got canceled and they came back and did, um, um like a little webisode to wrap it up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um also one near and dear to my w- wife and I is the Mick after two seasons no. is getting cancelled. Yes. The
0: Mick is awesome. The
1: Mick is amazing, which is I'm frustrated with that. And I don't want to even talk about it. Lucifer, three seasons Okay, on this Fox. is actually
0: big because it, it ended on a cliffhanger this week. Mm-hmm. And this has a massive fo- following. Plus, it's based on a DC property. So, there's actual chances it could get picked up by Hulu mm-hmm. or CW. Or I
1: imagine that one will come back in some way, shape, or form. But,
0: yeah, you never know.
1: Yeah, these next two, I, I don't have as much, any investment in. I haven't watched them. But The Exorcist, after two seasons... Um and designated Survivor after two seasons on ABC.
0: Designated Survivor is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually almost a half a season behind on that though, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um Exorcist just never seemed to find its feet.
1: Yeah. Um Quantico, another one from ABC. Which after is weird because seasons. its
0: third season just started.
1: Right. Um and this one I was actually about to start watching and I'm bummed that it got cancelled, even though I haven't started watching it, but I've heard good things about it is the Expanse, which has had a really big presence at comic-con the last couple years as well
0: right and it, it got canceled after its third season and right?
1: that's a sci-fi yeah uh taken after two seasons on nbc and life sentence i don't even know
0: that one so yeah not a shocker here we are
1: um and we talked last week about rick and morty getting 70 new uh new episodes Which so is
0: basically seven seasons
1: yeah so man i i am bummed about a few of these i'm hoping we get some word soon about you know some stuff especially like mick and last man on earth like i don't know I, I really enjoy those shows, so it's just kind of a bummer. It feels like Fox is kind of cleaning house a little bit. They I don't are. know what they're replacing with these all these shows with either, though.
0: Um, you know? Yeah, they're replacing with a lot of new stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, the other news is uh, AP Bio got picked up for a second season.
1: Oh, good. Because I, I really dig that show. Yeah,
0: that's really funny. Um, there's a little bit of house cleaning at CW. Not necessarily that anything got cut. Not um, the DC stuff, but. No, but um, there's a lot of news and a lot of schedule shifting. Okay. Um, They really did not like the reaction that they got from doing Supergirl and then bringing Legends and then Supergirl back. And then going back. Yeah, yeah. And so what they're doing is they're actually putting Supergirl and Supergirl is going to be on Sunday. Then you're going to have Legends and Arrow on Monday. Flash is going to be on Tuesday with uh, black uh, black lightning. Black, yeah, okay. and so those those three nights, right? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um they are bringing they're gonna have Supernatural on Thursday. They did not they said not to pick up the Wayward Sisters, which is a, a, hmm. a potential spin-off of Supernatural. They did not pick it up. Okay. Um but there is a new show that's going to be a spin-off of the Originals, which was a spin-off of itself off of Vampire Diaries. Right. Okay. Um, so, um, that's going to be on the same night as Supernatural. So that's a lot of shifting around. Um, the other big news we got from CW is we found out what the uh, big crossover event is going to be in November next year. Okay. Guess who it is? No idea. They're introducing not only Batwoman. Oh, really? But the city of Gotham. Really? Yes. Okay. Which is big news because they just announced that this upcoming season of Gotham is going to be the last season.
1: Yeah. They just said that was going to be the last season. So, so that's cool.
0: big. Um, and then um, there's actually going to be the people that are behind Gotham are actually doing another Batman backstory. Really? But it's all going to be based around Alfred. Oh yeah, I think I but heard about it's this. it's going to be about Alfred in the 60s when he was an SAS. Soldier. Oh, that's amazing. So Badass that's going
1: to be awesome. Yeah, that sounds cool.
0: Oh, and it's when he meets up with Thomas Wayne. Perfect. All right,
1: so let's get to. Uh, I have a couple convention news stories, right. and one one I haven't put in here yet actually. Uh, oh I miss them. cuz there's no link. Netflix before we get out of here um is The Toys That Made Us which is an amazing series. I uh, agree. four episodes. Um what was it? Uh, Star Wars, He-Man, G.I. Joe and are, Barbie. Yeah. Um uh they are coming back with their season 2 uh
0: next week. Do uh, we May 25th. You know what here?
1: Uh no. No idea. I think there's a trailer actually on Netflix. I didn't watch it. I'll watch it later. Well
0: while you talk about the uh yeah, I'll talk I'll about this stuff.
1: All right, so uh, big news, actually. Um, Silicon Valley Comic Con, which has been around April the last three years, is moving uh, to August. It's going to be August 16th through 18th, 2019 is going to be the next show. So Interesting. That, there's tickets already on sale, um, which I find really...
0: They're just deciding to go to the end of the comic season, or the convention season yeah. since the beginning. Well, not really the end, because it's still going to have New York Comic Con after in October.
1: The email I got alluded to the fact that this is what people have been wanting. The timing wasn't right. Right. Um, for them to get the attendance maybe that they thought they could get. So I think they're trying a different uh, time of year, which I think is fine. Maybe we can go. <laughs> maybe this year. It's early enough in the school, school year. Maybe we can do it.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome.
1: Um, so uh, San Diego Comic Con news. Before I get to our stuff... Um, it looks like they're going to be utilizing an online lottery autograph uh, system for autographs. And they did this at WonderCon this year. And from what I heard, it went okay for the most part. Obviously, people were upset when they didn't get the ones that they wanted. But it makes it so – you know those crazy-ass lines that we had to stand in um, to maybe get what me, we kind of sort of wanted. And we got frequency, which is fine. But uh, now they're going to do an online lottery system. So because we have a little bit different schedule this year, we might actually – uh, be able to join this uh, lottery system and get actually get the autographs for the things that we want. Oh, that would be cool. Which would be pretty cool. So, do you have a follow-up?
0: I do. Give me just a second. Okay. Um, it looks like it's going to be for season two. Is actually going to be eight episodes. Okay. Um, no, that doesn't look right. Okay. So, so four for definite are going to be Lego, Transformers, Hello Kitty, Ooh. and Star Trek.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that sounds great. Okay. So perfect. I'm look, really looking forward to that. So that's next week. Um, some other Comic Con San Diego news. Uh, we have some panels. So the librarians are coming back, uh, and that's a big deal. Uh, they're doing some stuff. Uh, I have a link in the show notes to it as well. There's some panels, um, and and there's some stuff for uh, educators as well, which um, which is which is cool. I never really do that kind of stuff while I'm there. But I think that's um, something I might check out this year for sure. Awesome. And the big bummer for us is Sal Volcano. I just want to put this in there for yeah. Sal uh, Volcano fans. If you're an Impractical Jokers fan, same as last year. He's at wood Jr. Um, and someone else named Steve Byrne uh, opened for him. But Sal Volcano is doing a stand-up show again. And we talked all about it last year in our wrap-up show, It was which actually was a good
0: awesome. show. Plus, we had the Impactful Joker sitting behind us. Yeah, it was really cool having Q and Murr
1: and those guys sitting behind us. That was amazing. Uh, but it's exactly the same time as Hollywood Babylon, which we've already bought tickets for, which we've yep. gone to every single year. Every year. So that's a bummer, but we have a link in the show notes if you're interested in that. So let's do really quick our update for our Cantina event. Yep. And then we'll get into Deadpool. Sorry, really quick follow-up mm-hmm. follow, follow
0: up on Toys and Amatus. Follow-up. follow, follow up. This is the end of the show, so be those it. eight episodes are it. Mm-hmm. So the four from my first season, four from second season, no more after that. And that'll be it. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Update. Confirmed
1: as of today. As of today. I'm recording this. Breaking um, news. Breaking news. We are going to be doing our third annual Pucked Cantina event at San Diego Comic-Con on the Friday night. Which is the twentieth of July. Okay. And we're going to be doing that. Uh meeting up around five o'clock, starting recording probably around six or so. Um, and doing a uh doing a podcast. We have raffles. I've been talking to Mr. Musco himself about getting us some codes and stuff for this year. Hopefully we get some swag for raffle table. Raffle table. Cool. Raffle contest. Um door prizes. Don't
0: bury the lead. Where's it gonna be? Oh, sorry. It is going to be <laughs> at Mission
1: Brewing Company for the third year in a row. Um, we didn't get we didn't get squeezed out per se, but um, the upstairs space where we usually are at has been rented out.
0: Well, considering we actually don't rent these spaces, yeah. we're lucky we get something like this fairly close to. I mean, it's it's a it's a walk. So yeah, you know, get to know your Lyft driver. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cool thing about it though is we we have not, and thank.
1: Thanks to Donna from, um, you know, Mission Brain Company. She has accommodated us for two years. Yes. We haven't paid for the space. No. Last year, she actually blocked the whole thing off for us. Yes. It was super nice of her. She doesn't have to
0: do Do you remember that. the first year we were next to a speed dating thing? Uh,
1: yeah, that was a trip. That was awkward. And we're trying to re- record a podcast, and there's speed dating in the background, but this year, actually, we're going to be in the production line area. Uh,
0: Basically, the back room.
1: Yeah, which is which actually might work out in our favor.
0: Right, it'll be quieter. I th- actually, if I remember correctly, it's a little bit cooler back yeah, there. Yeah,
1: it'll be cooler. It'll be downstairs. Downstairs. And closer to the bar.
0: <laughs> we actually have access to the bar still.
1: And so I think all of that stuff will work out in our favor. So if you're in the area and you're interested in coming um, and you just want to hang out with some Star Wars and Sword Tour fans um definitely come and check us out it's going to be a ton of fun we're going to have t-shirts we'll have uh prizes we'll have raffles i'll bring some socks it'll be great so
0: and don't forget we're also going to be selling the shirt that we're uh raising money for for extra, life. Uh, for extra life exactly so those will be there as well and uh also reminder this is definitely you know too soon to mention this but they do not sell food so no but hopefully they, there'll be a food truck there they here. have a kick-ass uh, Mexican food truck which is awesome so bring cash
1: and i'm thinking if they don't have a food truck out there this year because we were on a saturday last year if they yep. don't have a food truck for some reason um i think we'll uh, as a group do some uber eats kind of thing oh absolutely and and because that's the cool thing about mission brewing company they don't they, since they don't have food they don't give a crap if you bring food
0: yeah because we're gonna be buying some alcohol oh, Yeah, we'll be
1: buying hella beers so it's gonna be a ton of fun more details uh coming but that's that's basically it man awesome so all right Deadpool. End of the show. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, magic. If you haven't seen Deadpool 2, which I can't imagine you have today, um, we are going to talk about Deadpool. So, if you've not seen Deadpool 2, um, turn off the podcast. <laughs> and I hate to do that, but um, turn off the podcast, see the movie, and then come back exactly uh, where we're at. So, yeah. Um, Oh, you have it and won't. So, okay, magic is here for the long haul. Here we go. So, Deadpool, dude, we just came out of the theater. We did. Uh, I we've talked about the first film. I love the first film. So did I. I don't know what. I don't know how you want to do this, and I don't really care how where we go with it. Okay, um, I will we have no say, structure to our movie reviews. No, so. but
0: okay, I will say this is a little bit different because usually I find the good stuff in every movie. Yeah, and you're like, eh, what do you mean? No, you mean you like like big movie like there, but usually, eh? What are you talking about? I love this movie. No, I'm saying for usually. Yeah, yeah, okay. But this week, you love this movie. I love this movie, and I'm like, eh. Oh my it god. It was good. Don't get wrong, and I love certain parts of it. Oh my god. I just I felt it was a little, it it just tried a little hard.
1: Oh, I think it tried enough. Here's here's the things I love about it. And I think this is because I'm a huge Deadpool fan and I love the comics. I'm going to talk a little softer. My wife hasn't seen it. She was supposed to go with us tonight. Uh, I think she's in the other room. I don't want to spoil anything for her. But here's the bottom line. Breaking of the fourth wall in this film was done almost exactly like it was. So well done like it was in the comics. It's basically like, I mean, he turned to the camera, what, four times and said, Cue such artist. Right. And then the music would play. Yes. Um. There was on, um, there was jokes that. That's con- just lazy writing. Well, there were jokes that continued throughout the entire film. Yes. For example, the dubstep joke yeah. that came back and that, and, and it's that kind of writing that I love. I love when they come back and they bring it full circle. Um, Prison wallet. The, yeah. I mean, there were so many little subtle things Um. that just made me, it just, this movie made me happy. This movie made me happy because I laughed the entire time. It was darker. Very much so. In that it was darker in the way that Deadpool is supposed to be dark in that Deadpool is spurred from tragedy. He's a tragic character. And I know, and I love me some anti-heroes. And they did the anti-heroes journey to a T here. And it was really, really well done. But that said, the first film, I think, did a decent job of, of, okay, so, you know, He's lost a lot. He had cancer, all this stuff. But this was, this for me was exactly how the kind of writing that I like. I like the fact that it was dark and they said, okay, we're going to take everything from this character. Oh yeah. The movie started with him trying to kill himself. Yes. And that is huge when it comes to a character that, uh, can't, can't, that die. can't die. And that was an, uh, that was a theme that ran throughout the film is like, and he kept coming back to this. He kept butting up against it. I want to die. I want to die, but it's not your time. And, and for a character that kills first, asks questions later, but also is redeemed multiple times throughout the film because he finds things that he latches onto. He finds a family outside yes. of his, outside of his, uh, um, relationship after his, uh, spoilers, his, uh, you know, his girlfriend is killed in the right. beginning. Right. Uh, the x-force thing um
0: okay yeah let t- cameos let's talk about I the mean, supporting characters yeah story. okay um zazie beats was a phenomenal domino oh so chill in the coolest way and i think
1: that captured the domino luck factor oh yeah and and Perfect. of course and breaking the fourth wall
0: he's calling attention it, to yeah, it he's questioning it the entire t- there's this whole chase scene. yeah where her luck is just totally shown in but the funny thing is is Deadpool's not with her at the time. He's it's riding like, a stupid scooter right, trying to catch up. Right, they're they they're in they're in a microphone mm-hmm. uh, or um
1: comlink or whatever
0: comlinks, yeah. right? And the whole time he's like questioning
1: what luck is. What right? is luck? What are you? And the but whole time he, she's nothing but luck. Right, and there's
0: just <laughs> What I love is at the very end the, the vehicle crashes and she's flying into the inflatable blow up thing. Yeah, and she's just like. All right, this is an everyday thing. And she crosses <laughs> her arms and lands on her back. It's like she's landing in a... And then walks uh... back and hits her fro. And she's just like, bam.
1: Oh, that's amazing.
0: So um, so it was fantastic. I thought uh, Josh Rowland did a really good job as Cable. He did. Really brought... I mean, as much humanity as there can be in a half-human, half-cyborg.
1: Yeah. But the, the, the best part about it and bringing the Deadpool fourth wall part is that he called attention constantly to the fact that... the The Thanos line is one of my favorite lines. He says, um, what is, I can't remember what he says, but he basically calls Brolin. He calls him,
0: yeah, he calls him Thanos.
1: Calls him Thanos, which is hilarious because he is Thanos. And then at the same time, the height thing. Yeah. He's shorter than he would be in the comics, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know?
0: My favorite line was one that hardly anybody in the theater caught, um, but it was right after um, Josh Brolin got hit in the eye. Yeah. And he calls him one eye Willy. one eye Willy, right? yeah. Because Brolin was in Goonies.
1: Yeah, so good. And then, not only that, so we have those little those little moments. But um, talking about supporting characters and surprise characters. And I sadly, I'd seen something on the internet about this, but I had forgotten. And then when Juggernaut shows up, right. I was like, oh, that's right. And so there's this beast. There's this prison sequence. And there's this uh, monster being they contained. Monster, yeah. They call him a monster. And he befriends the boy the right. young uh the young boy who Firefist. De- uh, yeah who Fire fist who Deadpool Russell yeah. Is, yeah is trying to um save and cable's trying to kill the cool thing is is when he makes his appearance it's it's he's so juggernaut and I oh, love yeah. this is actually juggernaut. like
0: the, the unlike I mean don't get me wrong I liked um I'm drawing a blank on his name who played juggernaut in the X-Men movies um, oh yeah i knew this was about. much more i mean he had a huge body huge mm-hmm. he's I mean, he bigger than colossus yeah it wasn't just a guy who had you know maximum inertia you right know? it wasn't like that and i'm so glad they didn't do the typical juggernaut line of i'm the juggernaut bitch
1: yeah yeah no they they did they really captured juggernaut and i like the fact that deadpool was a fan of juggernaut from the comics yeah like his that favorite like that made me happy because
0: and <laughs> it was awesome because when he started going up into the fight he was rattling off x-men issues that yeah. juggernaut was a He's characters.
1: like, oh, Juggernaut from this, Juggernaut from this. And like, Juggernaut's going to, and he's like, I'm going to rip you in half. And he rips him in half. Yeah. And probably one of the best sequences in the film. and I know we're all over the place. Oh but God,
0: this is so funny. Just
1: when after he rips him in half, the baby legs. He's
0: growing the baby yeah. legs.
1: I mean, if you remember the baby and hand. The baby hand. Yeah, if you remember the baby hands from the first one, the baby, the baby dick, the baby uh legs thing you was saw it. brilliant. They did a freaking uh, basic, instinct basic instinct on it. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, I mean, just the little things like, as soon as you think the movie is absurd, Deadpool will tell you why it's absurd. Like, oh, what is my house on grinder or Tinder? Tinder, Because yeah. everybody shows up while he's growing the baby legs and he's doing this awkward thing with the old black blind lady. Right. Like, it's just, it's so good, man.
0: Okay, I will say probably my favorite thing that just got turned on its head with this movie is... Yeah. We're the, the entire time, from the minute this movie was greenlit, everyone was saying how is it just gonna be setting up X Force, mm-hmm. right? And so they had that famous picture that came out of um the first major pool of city picture and showed the X-Force at the ed- back of the plane getting ready to jump out. And everyone's like, Oh, this could be that person, this could be, yeah, yeah. be that person, this could be that person and they were they spent at least a month just detailing the picture, saying, Oh, that's zeitgeist, and that's you know, they uh, might have got a couple right, Bedlam, and, they, and they, they end up getting almost everybody right, right? Right? But then, what I love <laughs> is within five minutes of really meeting all these characters, they're, they're all killed.
1: dead <laughs> and they got killed. And then, and I the laughed crazy the entire ways. time. I mean, uh, Homeboy gets, um, and they, they. And the foreshadowing was hilarious, and he called out the foreshadowing head time. Right. Oh, heavy winds, heavy winds. And they were parachuting into a thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're all flying everywhere, and uh, Homeboy gets cut up by a helicopter. Helicopter
0: blade. Somebody gets electrocuted by by power
1: lines. Oh, that was the invisible guy. Yeah.
0: Which I thought was hilarious, because you vanishing. didn't see him. Yeah, you the vanisher. You see
1: him for a bit, about three <laughs> seconds the entire movie. Now, I want you to look this up. Was the vanisher Brad Pitt? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was Brad Pitt. I'm
0: really curious who the Juggernaut is because in the credits it said the Juggernaut as right. himself.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Brad Pitt. The Vanisher. That would be awesome. Like when he is being electrocuted on the power lines, it looks like Brad Pitt. I, I
0: really couldn't tell.
1: Okay. But anyway, so the funny I'm thing is, about- is
0: there is an actual X-Force X-Force at the end of the movie. Yeah. It's not the characters you originally thought were going to be no, in the X-Force. No. And I
1: um what made me really happy about this film though was uh just how everything i mean tj miller's character was brilliant depender's character was Depender was great was amazing because he was trying to be a superhero and at the end he does he has something to him, peter yeah and at the end he does something so cool and i don't really want to spoil that line right, yeah, really no. right now but but uh he does something so cool and he's trying so hard but he gets a place and the relationship even though she's dead uh Let's talk about the time travel thing, though, real quick.
0: Well, it's Cable, so, of course, there's time traveling going on. Yeah. So, I... If you don't know who Cable is, Cable is the son of um, Cyclops. Yeah. And... And, um, Not Jean Grey. No. A Jean um, Grey clone.
1: Yes, that's it. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. And he's basically a time-traveling cyborg. Right. And, um, yeah, so, basically, that's it. He's got this little contraption on his wrist. He can. He doesn't time travel. He time slides mm-hmm. because he can't control exactly where he goes or when he goes. He can just give it in the basic area. It was Brad Pitt. Is it?
1: <laughs> it was Brad Pitt. Everyone. Um, okay, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it was Brad Pitt playing the Vanisher, which I think is amazing. Uh, and and yeah, the time travel thing was interesting because there was a, and part of excuse me, part of the antihero thing that I want to bring up too is that Deadpool um, is striving not only to keep this family together but save a member of that family right, right. and at the end of the film when um, he they make that deal awkwardly with the baby legs thing with with uh, Cable saying give me 30 seconds to try to save him give me 30 seconds to save the kid you know right. um, and then you get the kind of I guess uh, best way to say it would be the back to the future kind of uh, reforming of the um, uh, teddy bear that uh, Deadpool or that right, Cable's yes, carrying yes. around, and and that's that's a huge moment. And there are moments in this. The death scene was hilarious, by the way. Um, there's oh. so many moments in this that um, I'm gonna see it again with my wife. Hopefully over the weekend. I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, obviously more than William here, but um, for no, me, I, mean, I
0: really enjoyed it. I liked. It. Go ahead. I, I liked a lot more of like just the little things that most people wouldn't catch. Like I loved it when they first got to the X Mansion and yeah, you actually good. see the X Men in a room behind him that all the current X Men, he's all
1: what? You think the studio could throw us a bone, right? Right. And then he doesn't see it, but there's like a sliding door, and uh the door is being closed, but it's every all of the current X Men, the young guys, you know, uh right now behind the door. So that was yeah, cool. Yeah, okay.
0: And it actually was Nicholas Holt, Hugh Jackman. Was it?
1: James McAvoy. It was all of them.
0: Evan Peters.
1: And I love Wolverine makes an appearance. Um, The other other cool thing. Oh, I love the dynamic. So uh, going back to the running, not running jokes, but uh, the consistency of the interactions. I loved. uh, What's her name? The Asian girl. Um, Yukio. Yukio.
0: By Wade. By Wade. Isn't Yukio the girl from Wolverine in Japan? And isn't that who he ends up. um, I think so, but I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. But it was really
1: cool, though. Just, Just the little things like that. Like, he has an instant connection with her. He likes her. She likes him. It's just, hi. Hi. Every time they see each other, it's adorable.
0: Okay. When when Cable first shows up back in that time, he meets a couple of rednecks. Mm-hmm. And it's very. It was a very <laughs> like Terminator type of moment. Yeah, I like that. Alan Tudyk was one of the rednecks. No. Yes. Which one? The one on the left
1: with the pot belly, or with the belly? Redneck
0: number two is what his, his character name was.
1: Okay. When I see it, when I see it again, I have to look. Alan Tudyk was one of them. Okay. I like that conversation before that too, because he was explaining. I bet that was Tudyk explaining it. I bet it was the guy on the left. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Cool. So overall, I don't know where we were, where else we want to go with this. I uh, I'm
0: looking up to see who Juggernaut was.
1: Okay, so personally, for me, I like this film better than the first one. Um, and I don't say that a lot about sequels, unless it's Star Wars sometimes. But um, I personally think the 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 writing was tighter. The jokes were. Okay,
0: how did you like the post credit scenes where yeah, that when was Deadpool good. time slides? Yeah, and and so. Yukio
1: was in love with Logan, Magic says. Okay, that makes sense. So I don't... Personally, dude, I like this movie more than the first one. Only in that it was darker, but also funnier. It was... uh, The writing was tighter um, and the jokes more long-lived. They weren't just like one-off punchlines. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fourth wall breaking for me uh, was way more consistent with um, what I love about Deadpool. So... This one gets all the thumbs for me. Thumbs up. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, no, you I'll already definitely... say you
1: don't. That's fine. No.
0: Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I freaking hate you. I'm joking. <laughs> Continue. And I'll definitely see it again. Yeah. Uh,
1: anything else you want to say? What else are we missing? Um, villains? Villains? I, I like that the kid um, was kind of the... was... ended up being sort of the villain, kind of at the end. Yeah. Um, which it was the villain from the beginning, too, I guess. But we didn't really fully realize it until... Uh, about halfway through the movie. Right. Um, other villains. Um, the orphanage thing. I like that they connected that with Domino as well. I thought that was well done. Um, I don't know. Anything else? You're on your phone effing around. So. Okay,
0: so the other redneck. Okay. They're not sure it could be either Jude Law or Matt Damon. Really? Because I hope the, it's Damon. Well, because the um the character the, the actor that they listed in the credits was Dickie Greenleaf. Okay. And that's the character name for Jude Law in The Talented Mr. Ripley. But that's huh. also the character that Matt Damon, because he kills him. And oh, kill him that's the
1: funny. Okay. All right, cool. Anything else, my friend, about this movie? What are we uh, missing? Soundtrack. Let's talk about music. Yeah, and, the music was good. And this goes with the fourth wall part, too, is because a lot of times he kind of turned and said, cue the music, cue this song, or whatever. But they, I think one of the most more haunting... And emotional pulls, music wise, was towards the end where Deadpool dies, right? And they play the a very, what, not a but a slow uh, version of, um, what's the song? Take on Me. Take on Me. And it's just it's it's a very emotional version of the song. I found myself singing along with it because it's just like dude, the
0: person behind us. Was yeah, singing that
1: it. was a, yeah, I know that yeah, was a former student of mine. Uh, but it, that was a trip. I was not singing loud like that, but I was singing along with it too. I thought that right. was a trip. Yeah, um, the,
0: the music was really good. All the because it wasn't all original cuts. It was like re reimagined of totally. them, which is really cool. Um,
1: the dubstep uh, joke. I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, because it would just go right into dubstep.
1: And then they and then they had two dubstep quips and then playing it. And then at the end, he makes a quip saying, you're probably Googling what the fuck is gu- dubstep, exactly. and, which I thought was pretty cool. So. Yeah,
0: so that was good. Um, I just looked it up. The Juggernaut character was completely CGI. Right. And nobody still, they still haven't figured out who voices. the voice is. I'm yeah. guessing it was probably Ryan Reynolds. Okay, that makes Very sense. Very much how... Um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch did uh, Dormormover. Oh, Dormover.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. All
0: right, dude. Anything else? No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'll definitely see it again because uh, just like we were talking about when we went and saw. Um, what was the last movie we just went and saw?
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, it was funny.
1: The last reaction show we did? Yeah. What movie did we say?
0: Oh, Avengers. Duh. Oh, duh. Yeah. Um,. I had to go see it a second time because a lot of the jokes got drowned yeah. out by the laughter in the crowd.
1: And I know I missed a couple of things tonight because I was laughing too loud. And there was somebody in front of us that with a with a, oh that <laughs> with a very interesting laugh that we missed a couple of things. So <laughs> it was pretty cool. All right, I had a really fun time. Yes. Um, watching this movie is one of the more fun, actively entertaining times I've had in the theater in the last couple of years. I I had a blast. Um, can't wait to see it again with the wife. And I'll have more insights uh, when we come back to it.
0: Cool. Oh, so. I will say that I saw two other movies this week. I yeah. saw Overboard, which right. I would say wait. Okay. On I saw Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Go to the theaters and see that. All right. Sounds Definitely, good, definitely worth seeing. It's so funny. All right, man. Good. That's it.
1: So, thanks for tuning in the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at podcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, I am at Darth Pops on Twitter and Will is at Amaral Griggs. Um, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on all those places. Find us, like us, and share us. Support the show uh, via t-shirts and merch, tspring.com slash store slash usual podcast. You can get a free audiobook on us, Audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. And the best way to help us and do all the things that we do is patreon.com slash usual podcast. We have um, early access to shows, booper reels, um, stickers, all that kind of stuff. Trailer videos, trailer time, all that. So definitely um, that is the best way to support us. And we appreciate everybody who does. And thanks to our drinking buddies again. Uh, Thanks to people who um, go to the movies with us on these nights and don't appear on mic. You know, Josh, Heather, Eddie, Dan. Uh, Dan was on the show, actually. not too long ago. So uh, next week we'll be coming back with our review of... Fun solo. solo, which I am really excited about. Absolutely. So, all, right, all right, buddy, right. let's
0: get out of here. Yeah, make sure you have a fun.
1: Have a fun. We will see you all next week. Peace. Thanks, Magic. Thanks, Magic Knight. Sorry for the rush show, but I'm exhausted.